the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, live the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a bad girl. Hey, hey, hey! I am a bad girl. I'm a bad, bad girl. Not really. <laughs> Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have y'all with me. I say that every night because you know what? I mean it every night. I'm honored anytime anybody listens into the show. It's an honor to share this time with you guys. You've got a lot of choices on where you get your information and where you hang out. And it's just it does my heart good that you choose to hang out here 6 to 8 p.m. every night of the week on the Andrea K. Show. However you listen, whether in your car, uh, is there going to be AM radio and cars later on? on down the road we're going to talk about that on tonight's ak show if you miss any miss any part of tonight's show or you just want to listen on the replay be part of the replay crew download the podcast wherever you get your podcast jot this little number down these little fun digits will get you live to chat with me tonight if you so desire 888 344-1170 888-344-1170 Email me at andreakshow.com and let's just keep the conversation rolling. Hopefully very soon we're going to be back doing Facebook Live. I think probably the original restriction was supposed to end sometime in the next few days. So hopefully I'll let y'all know when I think that's going to be happening. Um, we're going to give you guys a tonight show just to kind of let you know we've got some updates on some stories like the banking situation. We're going to revisit the border with Todd Benzman who is one of the top experts in terms of experts, a uh, border expert at, in, in terms of reporting and journalism there. He's going to update us on the border. Uh, 2020, 2024 is off to the races. All the GOP contenders with their hats in the ring answering questions tonight about Ukraine, some interesting responses. And however, most of them are pretty expected if you have been paying attention to the GOP and those that want to who think they're going to steal the crown away from Donald Trump. We've got those stories and more big. By the way, today is Taco Tuesday. But what's everybody worried about tonight? Everybody's worried about buffalo wings. Okay, big crisis in the buffalo wing business, apparently, which is not a food item I enjoy. I don't eat buffalo wings, but we're going to, evidently, we got to talk about that. And did y'all see even more, you know, the, the, if the Oscars, in many ways, humiliated themselves Sunday night. And then Drew Barrymore says, hold my beer. And just double down on some of the most embarrassing, cringeworthy crap and catering to trans I have ever seen and she is paying for it dearly on uh, all the socials and on the interwebs tonight hey before I go any further gotta bring in my brother it's DJ Potato Skins I want to know what my, the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head what, what his <laughs> view on Ukraine is 
hey, that fly immediately, pretty much, not immediately, but pretty much fell off and died from inhaling the noxious plastic inauthentic fumes leaching out of Mike Pence's hair. Okay. My heart goes out to the fly family. Yes. You know, condolences to the fly. What a great movie. I, I'm now I'm flashing on the that fly. With Jeff Goldblum, excellent movie. One of the few like sci-fi or science fiction kind of movie. that you like that? I, it's not usually my genre and I don't even know what made me think about it. The fly. Excellent movie, by the way. Well, I had mentioned the Oscars and then Drew. So, yeah, I ended up on The Fly. If you've seen The Fly, let us know. 888-344-1170 if you dig it or not. I'm kind of procrastinating here because, honestly, I need to give you an update on the banking situation. And I got to tell y'all, it ain't looking great today, but it also ain't looking the worst that some people expected or predicted with the numbskulls that were telling everybody yesterday all over the news and national broadcast all day long, pull all your money out of the banks, pull all your stocks out, pull all your money out of the market and go buy gold and all kinds of nonsense. Here's, here's the latest. And then we're going to move on from it um, because the only, and the only reason why honestly I'm bringing it up tonight is I do want to continue to give information that you guys can use. Um, We do news you can use here as well as, as political opinion and also like to have fun. And I think that the more that we understand as American citizens what's going on with our money, what's going on with our economy, we can make better choices at the ballot box and who we think should be representing us. And we can start getting on the phone and screaming for better economic policy. Because the number one issue that has led us to this point is spending. And quite frankly, that has involved both parties. Spending and printing of money. Huge issue. Here we are after what happened in 2008, and we've got a banking crisis again. We've got financial institutions. Yes, maybe it was Lehman Brothers back then. Maybe we're talking about banks now, but it's all involving Wall Street, right? They're all interconnected, right? Involving investments and and venture capitalists and VCs. They love to throw around that name. And after everything that happened in 2008, here we, here we are again facing an economic crisis born out of bad uh, government policy, right? So Moody's has cut the outlook for, for U.S. banking, uh, Moody's Investor Service. You know, there's Moody's and Dun and Bradstreet. Well, Moody's has cut its outlook uh, for the U.S. banking system to negative from stable and has placed six U.S. banks on preview for potential credit rating downgrades, uh, here's what they had to say about it. We have changed to negative from stable our outlook on the U.S. banking system to reflect the rapid deterioration in the operating environment following deposit runs at SVB, Silvergate Bank, and Signature Bank, and the failures of SVB at Signature Bank New York, Moody said in a report. They said the rating agency uh, says there's still a risk of bank runs at U.S. banks with substantial unrealized losses, and that's... Um, they, they describe it as this, banks with substantial unrealized securities losses and with non-retail and uninsured U.S. depositors may still be more sensitive to depositor competition or ultimate flight with adverse effects on funding, liquidity, earnings, and capital. They don't, they, uh, even banks, they say, that do not experience runs are likely to face some issues. We expect pressures. Here's the key point here. We expect pressures to persist and be exacerbated by ongoing monetary policy tightening with interest rates likely to remain higher for longer until inflation returns to within the Fed's target range. In other, in other words, they're going to continue to squeeze our entire economic financial, financial system uh, in order to cut the inflation that they created 
And now after creating the inflation by spending and printing money, now they got to jack up the interest rates, which makes borrowing a problem for everybody and paying off loans a problem for everybody and weakens the financial stability for everybody until they create a recession. And Moody's does predict there will be a recession um, by next year. Some of the banks that they're looking at, just to keep you uh, informed, First Republic Bank, Zions, Western Alliance, Comerica, UMB Financial, and Intrust Financial. It said that it had cut the rating on Signature Bank um, that was seized by regulators over the weekend to junk. The only good news in that is that Barney Frank, um, who wrote the Dodd-Frank bill, the guy who was put in charge of writing policy for us after the 08 crash, basically, where we had to, we had to prop up all these big, you know, investors and all these big companies, right? And, and the, then the mantra was no business should be too big to fail, right? Well, it was the same bank that Barney Frank from the Dodd-Frank bill regulation, he was the, he was the uh, on the uh, the board of directors. It was his bank was one of the three that's failed. So um, what we need to do is we need to not be panicking. We talked about that last night. I've updated you on the situation. We've got to be smart with our money. We've got to be meeting with financial advisors we trust. We've got to not be panicking. This isn't the time to go pulling all your money out of your banks. Okay. Um, what we've got to be doing is paying attention to elections. We got to be looking to who we're voting for. We've got to, we've got to, we've got to stop the insanity of the spending. And that includes Ukraine. Absolutely includes Ukraine. It includes sealing the border because what is creating such an economic just crisis in this country is continuing to write checks and checks and checks and trillions of dollars and trillions of dollars. The big bill. Remember last night I was talking about how Larry Sumner's was uh, there was the two big bills, the America Rescue Plan and the and the Inflation Reduction Act. Did you remember that in quote Inflation Reduction Act? Do you remember how much money went in it to secure borders in Middle Eastern countries while ours is wide open? There was a report that came out recently, I think, on Breitbart that said just healthcare cost alone on the U.S. taxpayers for this illegal immigration is 30 something billion dollars a year. Connect the dots between that people and what's going on with the banks. I think the phones are lighting up. Do, all right. Um, all right. So then we're going to take a break. If you don't want to go on air, by the way, peeps, uh, the number, the 24 hour comment line is 844-814-5227. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the discussion because speaking of Ukraine, we need answers on who do who believes in what. Okay. Who believes in what when it comes to 2024 and the nomination and what we're going to do about Ukraine. And particularly since Russia made some moves against us today involving a drone. we got more to talk about on the other side of the break. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. By the way, it doesn't mean that we don't love for y'all to call in live. Um, it's just that Skins has so much to be doing in the booth. He doesn't. He just doesn't have enough hands to be taking messages while also keeping the show rolling. So that's why we have the comment line that if you don't want to go on air, um, we actually created that because that's how much we love y'all, that we want to hear from you. Um, but it's, you know, um, Skins is not, he's only got two hands, man. So um, before I get into another hot topic, I was scrolling 
Instagram and not food this time. I got to pose this out there because I'm not sure I agree with this. We wore mini skirts, bell bottoms and tank tops, drove muscle cars, listened to the best bands ever. And there has never been a generation cooler since. This has got to be the 70s. Um, I, I, you know, do you think, do you think, and I'm not sure if this was referring to teens or adults in the seventies. I mean, I'm flashing and seeing Greg Brady with beads hanging off his bedroom door and thinking that's not exactly the coolest generation ever. Andrea, and there were also things not so cool about the seventies. Yes. I mean, the big poofy hair with the stashes and then the long sideburns, the polyester, Pattern shirts that dudes wore. Look, I've seen Saturday Night Fever. I know what the fashions were, okay? That, to me, isn't the coolest generation ever. The bands were cool, right? Some of the fashion was okay, but not and, all of it. Not that, I don't know. 888-344-1170. I mean, do y'all think in 70s is the, was the coolest generation ever? I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I would have to say I watched Happy Days. I would have to say some of the stuff that was going on in the 50s was cooler, then the 70s polyester pants and platform shoes some of the dudes were wearing. Just my take. Yeah, give me the funds. Yeah, right? Although you know he wasn't real. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, that was the character where the term jumping the shark came yep, from. I know Because that. He, ends up, <laughs> he ends up skiing, water skiing in a leather jacket, jumping over a shark. <laughs> now when movies have gone too far, <sighs> they've jumped the shark. Yes, all right. And, and and before the show jumps the shark here, we got to get back to something serious. We were talking about stopping the gross, disgusting spending that's going on in our country. We've got to do that. And one of the ways in which we've got to stop spending is, and, and by the way, uh, in addition to these big spending bills, you know, um, like uh, paying people to stay at home during COVID, uh, continuing to uh, send money around the world to fund every, you know, health initiative around the world, to defend borders around the world, like literally to defend and build walls around other countries while ours stays for us. Um, there's lots of ways in which our money is being wasted, one of which involves our U.S. military. Who Wasn't it Ike who warned about the military-industrial complex, right? We had a local congressman here in San Diego, Duke Cunningham, that was on the take and went to prison, involving, he was, he was on, I think he was on the Army, uh, the uh, Military Armed Services Committee, and took money and bribes from government contractors. Classic example. You know, there was some truth to people questioning how much money Cheney was going to make off of going into Iraq, right? Well, but, but that, that's different. But then that's not the same thing, but it's no worse than us just sending billions and billions and billions of dollars. Now we're getting close to the trillions over in Ukraine when we've got nothing for, to show for it. Have we won this yet? No, we're, we're basically we're doing a proxy war, not unlike what we did in Iraq and Afghanistan, where we never had any defined mission of what a win was. And just the only the only difference at this point is we're not 20 years in like we were with Afghanistan. We haven't lost thousands of American lives. But the more these hawks push, the more likely we are to get there. Who was the only president before we get into the fact that all the 2024 Republican contenders so far were on, Uc- uh, on Tucker talk in Ukraine? Who was the one Republican? president in decades republican or democrat who did not take us into some armed conflict yes and waste our money and who was the one who said on the campaign trail we're not going to be footing the uh, the bill for you for the un anymore people are going to be ponying up and the members of other members in nato are going to start paying their share 
And Trump has said, and nobody else but Trump right now is talking about getting this conflict war shut down. Only Trump. Here's some of the questions that took place with Tucker. In a nutshell, in general, the very ones that you would expect to be, quote, hawkish. And by the way, it's not hawkish. I don't consider it hawkish, which is a term meant to describe people that are just really tough on, you know, uh, foreign policy and really tough when it comes to military action and national security. Um, I don't consider it hawkish to want to continue to support a war in which we are sending uh, a hard-earned treasury at a time in which American citizens are suffering economically and we can't afford it. We're destroying our own nation not, to defend a border while ours is open. That's not my idea of hawkish. You want to be hawkish on national, national security. Before you support any military aid over to, to defend Ukraine's border, you say we want a military installation built across the U.S. border. Let's take Fort Hood and move it. And this was actually not not my idea. Somebody here at the station said, you know what we should do? We should actually not just send the military to the border, actually build an installation that runs all across the border. Instead of Fort Hood, where is that? Up in uh, up in Austin or somewhere in Texas, right? Or one of the ones in Arizona, move them down along the border. Full installation that stretches across our border. That's what we, we should be doing. So Trump, Ramaswamy, Kristi Noem, DeSantis, and Abbott fell into a camp leaning towards non-intervention in the conflict or limiting support to Ukraine, while the usual suspects of big spending uniparty establishment hacks, uh, the hack, instead of being hawkish, the hackish group, Haley, Pence, Scott, and Christie fell into uh, that camp, with Pence, of course, being the most hard line, of course, right? Um, there were six questions that were posed to the candidates. Um, is opposing a rush is opposing Russia and Ukraine a vital American national strategic interest? Pence took the most hardline response and said, "If Putin is not stopped and the sovereign nation of Ukraine is not restored quickly, so now he he not only wants to stop Putin, he wants it restored. How Are we going to be nation building again? Uh, Ukraine is a national security issue that threatens our alliances and our standing. Haley pretty much said the same thing. America is far better off with a Ukrainian victory than a Russia victory, um, which is, you know, stupid. Trump said he, Trump is the only one to say this. The objective. Oh, what? Uh, another question. What specifically is an obj- our objective in Ukraine and how can we know when, when that's been achieved? That should have been asked about Iraq and Afghanistan. Trump said the objective is to help and secure Europe, but added, my man Trump, Europe isn't helping itself. And that it's, quote, very unfair for the U.S. to largely foot the bill while taking advantage of the U.S. on trade and other things. DeSantis said peace was the objective. Really? Really? Look, DeSantis has done some great stuff in Florida, but that's the kind of answer I would expect at not even the Miss America pageant, but at the teen version of the Miss America pageant. What do you want to, what do you want, what's your objective? World peace. And such as, and such as, who remembers the video of that young girl who kept saying and such as over and over and over? Um... What is the limit of funding and material you would be willing to send the the government of Ukraine? Trump said the limit of American support for Ukraine would strongly depend on him meeting with Putin, um, but said Europe must pay. In other words, um, Ukraine needs to meet up and start talking some peace. We have not had an accounting of our money, by the way. And why is it that Kiev is basically open for business? 
How is it that every Tom, Dick and Derry, how is it when the president of the United States, who should be the most secure and most and, and, and the last person who should be going into a war zone is the president of the United States. And they had to cook up some Hollywood style phony uh, what, what was sirens playing in the background. Everybody's safe to go over there. How close really are we to World War Three? Our drones are more in danger right now, uh, uh, apparently, than Ukraine. I don't really know, but what I know is we shouldn't be continuing uh, to write the blank check. Check. Ramaswamy said he would, quote, limit any further funding or support to Ukraine and said the European allies need to do more, a lot more. It's their backyard. It's their borders. Yeah. Noam took a hard line saying we should not waste taxpayer dollars at the risk of nuclear war. We've already overextended ourselves in our largesse. Yep. Abbott took a hard line saying throwing money at Ukraine with no accountability or objective is clearly failing before Biden sends any more money or assets to Ukraine's border. He must enforce our immigration laws and secure our southern border. Boom, shakalaka. I'm with that. DeSantis said the U.S. should not provide assistance that could require the deployment of American troops or allow Ukraine. But our citizens are also entitled to know how the billions of dollars is being spent. But he DeSantis did not say that he would cut funding. That's how I read this. Pence, Scott, and Haley said they don't support a blank check, but Pence said withholding or reducing support will have consequence. Mm -hmm. Yada, 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 yada. Trump, Ramaswamy, DeSantis, and Noam all said sanctions have not been effective and even counterproductive. True. Haley said the results have been mixed. Girl, please. Do you believe the United States faces the risk of nuclear war with Russia? Trump, Noam, DeSantis, and Ramaswamy implied there was a risk of nuclear war with Russia. Haley said the U.S. has faced that risk since 1945 and said maintaining a strong U.S. military is the best deterrent. That's true. And it's been allowed to go woke. Pence dismissed uh, Putin's threats as a bullying tactic and said the U.S. will not be bullied. What does that mean? Abbott, Scott, and Christie did not specifically address the question. All right, we are going to put some attention back on the border where we should be putting all of our border defense money, and that is our southern border, and we are going to be talking to the number one reporter on that issue, Todd Benzman, when we return. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. To tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Before the break, we were talking about uh, the GOP contenders for 2024 answering questions on Tucker about uh, Ukraine and how much money we should spend. I think only one of them mentioned uh, that uh, we shouldn't be spending any money on anything to defend those borders, at least not until our borders are secure. And I don't think we should ever be spending money to defend anybody else's borders. It should always be our own. Uh, here to discuss what's happening on our border is probably the number one journalist and reporter on uh, the border itself today, and that's Todd Benzman. He's a fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies, and he's written a book that everybody needs to read called Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History, and uh, you can get it wherever you can get books, and you need to get this and make sure you and everybody you know reads it. Hey, Todd Benzman, welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Hi, thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for the work that you're doing and others and continuing to try to, you know, put some focus on the invasion that's happening at our southern border. What's the latest? 
Well, the latest is uh, over the weekend, uh, we had several international bridges uh, bonsai charged by Mm. thousands of migrants uh, who are frustrated by this new uh, program that the administration is trying called uh, CBP-1, where they're uh, rechanneling illegal, uh, intending illegal immigrants to uh, legalized crossings, uh, if that makes any sense, uh, questionably legalized crossings. But the line has gotten so long in Mexico for this thing uh, that they're just saying, never mind, and trying to rush the border. Wow. And so it seems it seems to be collapsing. But I just want to point out that uh, the this program where they can reserve on an app. Oh, yeah. Their play, yeah, they reserve on an app, just like if you were to make a reservation at a restaurant, uh, a humanitarian parole uh, temporary visa to get into the United States, where, of course, they'll disappear never to be seen again. But And it's a 10-year-long wait in some cities now to even... Um, to even, uh, you know, adjust your status or anything. So it's more or less permanent. Uh, but that program is intending to bring in hundreds of thousands a year in a mm-hmm. way that you can't, you can't see it. Nobody can see it. They fly them by airplane from Southern South of the Mexico border into American cities and nobody can even see it. Yeah, well, that's what this play was. It was to refresh everybody's memory to try to hide uh, what was going on at the border, try to minimize how bad things were at the border. They basically redirected people to other locations and then using an app to sign them up. Um, Is this what uh, the New York Post was reporting on today, that the ICE office was fully booked for migrant appointments through late 2032? Yes. Yes. Yes, that is humanitarian parole. Uh, that is a, uh, it's actually an authority that's granted only for uh, one-off case-by-case basis. Uh, and the administration has been using this authority to grant entry to millions of people, uh, literally just handing this thing out to millions of people, not on a case-by-case basis. Uh, a federal judge in Florida uh, one week ago, ruled it illegal and ordered it to be ended within seven days. The seventh day of the ending of that is tomorrow, mm. Wednesday. So we'll see what happens there. I think the administration will obviously appeal that and uh, hope that, that they can get a stay in the judge's order. If they can't get a stay in the judge's order, this thing ends. And then I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all bets off what's going to happen after that. It's just, it, it, this is so insane. I can't even wrap my head around why this is not talked about you know i don't think i talk about it enough you know we're constantly chasing squirrels you know we've got train derailments we've got you know our banking system going under you know we've got people can't afford to buy food for their kids and buy gas right i mean it's just it's just it's like a shock and awe of constant crises going on and of course the legacy media is not going to report on this because this is not a winner for the democrat party democrats and independents as well as republicans don't want this invasion 
invasion going on at our border. It takes jobs away from low income and other minority voters. It's expensive. They know that it's that it's involving terrorists, drug traffickers, child you know traffickers and beyond. That they that it's the cartels actually controlling our borders. Um, but but where's the Republican Party? There's like nobody doing anything about this. Well, I'll tell you, the Republican Party is, uh, uh, you know, they're they're having their own internal conflicts. I just came from D.C. I spent a lot of time on the Hill talking to Republican staffers and uh, one congressman. And what I'm hearing there is, you know, there's some squishiness about this whole border thing that they 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 like this cheap labor. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not not a terrible to George W. Bush. Yep. Kind of Republican thing. And there's this, there's conflict between, you know, uh, border security hawks and these other people that uh, so. And even if there wasn't conflict, uh, you know, they only have one of the two chambers. So there's only so much they can do, really. Well, one um, of the what they could do is they could highlight it. They could be focusing on it every time they take the microphones. They could be, I mean, only co- Congressman Biggs, Andy Biggs, did at least he did a video about it, right? Had a little movie produced about it. Every time he comes on the show, which is almost once a week, he talks about the border, right? I mean, that's great. They, yeah. they, and I've, been to, I've been to the border with Andy Biggs. And, um, you know, he's a, he, he is one of the uh, good guys on on border security. And there are quite a few that are, and they are making, uh, you know, there are some hearings that are happening. Uh, I think there may very well be an impeachment attempt on Mayorkas. We'll see. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere, but it's important to draw attention to, to the, listen, the greatest mass migration ever to have stricken the United States. Let's just start with that. You can't ignore the greatest, the worst, of anything that happens to America in its history. It's, I mean, I wrote, uh, you know, overrun, you know, I just published it a couple of weeks ago and I would have thought that there'd be 10 other authors in competition with me to be the first out with a book on this thing. And nobody's even covering it in the, in the media, but this, this is truly historic. I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to be polemical here or hyperbolic or anything, but, just by the nonpartisan numbers, you know, five and a half million people in in 24 months. Give me a break. That's crazy. And yet they're still lying to us. Excuse me for interrupting, Todd Benzman. They're still lying to us and still using the same term of that we've got 11 million illegals hiding in the shadows. I've been hearing 11 million illegals since I was a kid. I mean, what's the actual number that you think we have living in the United States of illegal aliens? We're talking, before you answer, I want to make sure everybody knows, we're talking to Todd Benzman. He's a fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies and author of the new book, Overrun, which is how Joe Biden... Biden unleashed the greatest border crisis in U.S. history. How, what's your estimate of how many illegal aliens are living here? Nobody knows for tr- for real because because nobody wants to know. Mm-hmm. Every time there's an opportunity to add a question in the census or add a question in a government survey that where it just makes perfect sense to do so, mm-hmm. uh, it gets politicized. Democrats go in there and make darn sure that that question about immigration status is never, ever asked. 
And when and Trump tried to, excuse me, excuse me for interrupting before I forget my train of thought. I'm glad you brought that up because I, am I wrong? I think I'm flashing on the Trump administration trying to get that question in the census. Of and course. I think it was the Supreme Court who came back and said that they didn't, the way he asked or the way they, they filed a lawsuit for that, it wasn't that he didn't have the right to add it. They just didn't like the way. Uh, this was before I think we got Kavanaugh and others on the court um, that they didn't ask it in the right way just to have an excuse to deny it. And that's why in the last census, we didn't have that question added. And it's it's something that we need to remind people about that there is they intentionally don't want you to know they want to make it seem like it's a lower number, like 11 million. So they can they can, you know, trot out, you know, well, you know, it's in your best interest as Americans to bring them out of the shadows, have them pay their fair share da, 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 as though to try to justify it I want to mention some uh, something that I saw in your Twitter feed and y'all need to follow Todd if you're on Twitter at it's at Benzman Todd and you follow somebody that's actually a small Twitter account who is focused on putting out oh, yeah. how many Americans are dying because one yeah. of the things that you know I, I one of the things when I talk about the border Todd Benzman that I don't talk a whole lot about is the humanitarian crisis end of it and let me tell you why couple reasons first of all I don't think we have to justify having our nation's sovereignty protected under the guise of protecting lives of illegals coming here to break and enter into our nation number one we have the right to seal our border and regardless of whether or not the people coming here are suffering in the course of coming here, because quite frankly, they're coming here illegally and, and it's and it's a crime. Number two, there's Americans that are dying. So the person that you follow on Twitter posted this five year old Blake Cohorn was my one hundred and eighty third post of someone killed by an illegal. Blake was in a car with his family when the car was struck head on by an illegal driving on the wrong side of the road. Call your House members and senators 202-224-3121. We don't talk enough about the Americans killed by these illegals, do we? No, that's right. And, uh, you know, we have to remember that the Americans who are dying are often dying at the hands of illegal aliens who have been deported multiple times or who have defied removal orders and have been allowed to stay despite removal orders, and then an American child dies. Uh, the gentleman that you're talking about uh, that I follow on the Twitter feed, uh, what he's doing is paying attention to them. Mm-hmm. He's got their photos and their stories, and he's begging people like me, and there's a whole list of um tagged, uh, you know, people that he wants to have retweet these, these stories. And when I started seeing him, I was like, I'm on that. Right. And so I'm retweeting him. I I don't know if I'm retweeting every single one of them, but a whole lot of them, because, uh, I covered one of these cases in San Antonio and it was just heartbreaking that murder of Jared, uh, uh, Varid, uh, who was in San Antonio was murdered by a uh, illegal alien who should have been deported. And they kept giving him a break and sanctuary mm. city break, sanctuary yeah. city break. Uh, so anyway, I, I kind of, you know, I've met a lot of angel moms yeah. and angel dads. And, you know, if you go to my Twitter feed and you know, you'll, you'll key into this and retweet this guy. I mean, we yes. need to see the faces of these people 
who are unnecessarily dead. I don't. I, I don't. I could go on and on with this. I'm very. Um, Me too. Because all we sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Because here I am interrupting you again. I apologize, but I, I don't have you on often enough and for a long enough time. But you know, it's like all I ever hear from conservatives is about the humanitarian crisis and the women get raped along the way. And it's like, well, yeah, and it, and that is enabled and encouraged and basically the re- pe- people responsible for that is the Biden administration. But even if that wasn't happening, we have a right to seal our border and oh. By the way, nobody reports on the Americans being killed. This young, this little boy, Jake, you should see his little picture. His family's destroyed. They're five-year-old dead. How come no American in media, no no media is talking about uh, uh, American lives matter? You know, that American lives matter, and they're being destroyed by illegal aliens in this country. That's a reason to seal the border, isn't it, Todd Benzman? We've got 30 seconds. Wrap us up. Absolutely, absolutely. That is uh, another verboten story line that we are not allowed to see or talk about. And it gets obscured by faulty uh, comparisons to uh, U.S. criminality, U.S. citizen criminality. Mm-hmm. So we have any choice over U.S. citizen criminality, like we have choice over illegal alien criminality. We Those people don't belong here and should have been deported because they're criminals and didn't get deported. And there's a huge difference. So don't anybody get carried off uh, track by that faulty comparison uh, to U.S. criminality, U.S. Mm-hmm. citizen criminality. Uh, but listen, if you want to, uh, you know, please have me on any time. I go down to the border. I've spent the last few years south of the border all over. I'm going to continue to report on this thing. My book is fresh out. And uh, I'm going to just keep riffing just like this is a crisis. It is. That's going to go on for another two years. What reception? uh, Can I have one more minute skins with Todd? What have you gotten any reception in in terms of any um, big, big media? I mean, I'm just I'm a daily show local in San Diego. Where else have you been able to go on and talk about your book? I mean, are you getting the cold shoulder? No, I'm getting a, a, a nice reception from conservative media outlets. Well, yeah. Uh, everybody else is ignoring the book. Nobody right. wants to. If you want to review a book that has the title, in the title, uh, Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History, that means you have to acknowledge that this is a historic event. And that side just doesn't want to do that. I, and I, I, I don't know why. It is what it is. It's a nonpartisan fact. Yeah, this should be nonpartisan, what's happening to this country with this open border. Todd Benzman, thank you for the work you do. Thank you for being here tonight. And his book is overrun. Get it. Buy extra copies. Make sure everybody understands what's happening at our border. Thanks. Appreciate it. We'll get you you back soon. All righty. Speaking of soon, I got to take a break, but it will be a short one. So don't go away. We got more Andrea K. Show coming right up. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. What day of the week is it for for wings, for uh, buffalo wings? Today's Taco it's Tuesday. For people to get to get together on on Fridays, so I would probably say Friday. I don't know. I have never been. A buffalo wing girl. They're super, super messy. They are they're, messy. They're hot, but they, they're they're, they're hot and spicy, but they don't have 
a lot of flavor to me. It's, you go to the right place and they can they offer the right places will offer you like fifteen to twenty different type of flavors. Yeah, so I've it's just I mean they're just a little one note. It's kind of like you know there's not layers of flavor. It's like Tabasco sauce and butter, right? I mean, well, it's that's just why when like, you get them, it like I will yeah. typically get it where I get like three or four flavors on one plate. Yeah, so I'm just and then they're messy and it's just like you know I don't I don't want to like. Look, you get all over your your face, and it's like your fingers. Oh, live a little. Come on. Uh, no, there's nobody who looks attractive eating a chicken wing. There, I said. And it. we don't care. Nobody looks attractive. Well, when I'm out, yeah. Well, um, I care. I do care. If especially if I'm out in public. Okay, there's some things uh, I will eat. I'll eat some frog legs out in, in public and with my fingers. Okay, so here's the deal with it. Why is everybody talking about wild wings today? Well, a franchise of the Buffalo Wild Wings. Have you ever been in a Buffalo Wild Wings? I have indeed. I've never been in a Buffalo Wild Wings. They are being sued over their boneless wings. Now, why would anybody sue them over their boneless wings? Because the lawsuit argues that they're not wings at all. Um, oh, uh, hmm. The plaintiff... Amy Halim of Chicago accuses the company of false advertising after he claims he discovered the, quote, boneless wings he purchased were made out of chicken breast. There's actually an attorney who took this case. This is how litigious we are in this in, in, in America now. Unbeknownst to plaintiff and other consumers, the products are not wings at all, but instead slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings. No. So the boneless wings don't have bones? You're what? kidding me. Oh, my gosh. By the way, w- that is the only thing that I will eat at a wing outlet, right? The boneless ones, because I don't have to, I can eat them with a knife and fork, and I don't look like a mess. I don't look like a toddler. I don't look like a nine-month-old trying to eat, you know, jarred baby food, which is what you, everybody who eats wings who looks like. Sorry, you it, when you eat wing skins, you look like a, a, like a nine-month-old no, eating baby food. Eat. I'm actually eating baby food, eat eating, you look like a nine-month-old covered in pureed carrots, okay? Uh, the lawsuit contended chicken wings due to their comparatively high cro- cost are a premium product and consume- customers are being misled into paying higher prices. Excuse me, since when is chicken breast less premium than wings? Because let me tell you, wings are dark meat and dark meat is always less expensive than chicken breast. So, uh, I mean, do I need to educate the chicken eating population out there? I may not eat buffalo wings, but... AK knows chicken, okay? I wouldn't eat burgers at burger joints when I was growing up. My parents had to go to two places. Hardee's for my brother and my sister and KFC or Popeye's to get me some fried chicken, okay? Because AK, I, I, and to this day, I don't like fast food burgers. I won't eat them. I know, I was a weird kid and I don't like in and out All right, so... um so what was Buffalo? Oh, so the plaintiff and other consumers, according to the lawsuit, says plaintiffs and other consumers would have. Is anybody else complaining? Here's what uh, Wild Wings said. It's true. Our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham. Our buffalo wings are zero percent buffalo. But I'm love it. Great response, Buffalo. Buffalo Wild Wings. See you next hour. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.